0: Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. All right, you guys, in true manifestation powers, I have Emily Davies here. She is a yoga instructor and female embodiment coach. And today, I, I really, really wanted someone to come on the podcast and talk about sex and sexuality. And I was just thinking that when a woman connected me with Emily... And we connected on email over a few weeks, and this finally materialized, and I can't wait to just open up this topic, because it's something that I don't talk a lot about in business myself, but I love to have other people's perspectives. So welcome, Emily. Thank
1: you. It's so good to be here.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear about what you're currently offering, but really how you got there, because I hopped on your workshop page and you were talking about like a sexuality workshop and i'm so curious because i kind of think it's a really big deal to be in tune with your sexuality and so how did you get to that point like what inspired you to talk about this topic that's not the easiest thing to dive into
1: um you know it was definitely my own journey um, that inspired me. I, I left a marriage where I felt very broken sexually and that didn't align with like an inner calling. You know, I could feel the potency of the energy related to, um, sex, like sexual energy. Um, I have already, I had already been practicing yoga for many years and was already teaching yoga at this point. So I felt very in tune with my energy and my body. Um, And so I knew that this isn't how it was meant to be. I knew that being feeling broken and unlovable was not how I wanted to live my life. And I knew that it was possible for some people to feel very empowered and have a very healthy relationship with their bodies and with their sexual energy, and actually even use it for like spiritual evolution. So I became very curious and just kind of dove head into it. And um, it worked. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so tell me, like, what was the first thing that drew you into learning more? Like, where did you start?
1: Um, you know, it was really interesting. I, I started um, exploring sex from a different mindset where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to feel broken anymore. I'm just going to feel very open and curious about my body and about, like, the limitations of pleasure. And so when I started approaching sex from that mindset, um, instead of just kind of going into autopilot, um, my body responded, you know, it was like making the conscious choice and then my body responded to that. And then in like a parallel way, resources started showing up in my life through people I was meeting, um, really it was mostly people I was meeting, um, but also just the philosophy your stuff that I enjoy studying, um, about like sacred sexuality and, um, and sex magic and things like that. And so it was like a parallel, like personal journey met with these texts and, um, and I was just hooked from there.
0: That is super cool. Like, I really didn't expect that answer at all. I thought you might say, well, I went to this workshop or <laughs> <laughs> like to something new, but it was really like a mindset shift that you started with.
1: Yeah. Big time. It started with a mindset shift. Exactly. It started with opening myself. It, there, I think I talk about this in my video. Maybe, I don't know if you watch my video, but um, there was this song and it wasn't really particular to sex, but it was about love and relationship. And she was, it was Alanis Morissette, um, hands over feet, I think is what it's called. And she was saying, or she was just the feminine herself being in like total surrender to this love and what that felt like. And I remember it was like a very vivid moment. And I was thinking, you know what? That is possible. That's possible for her. Like that's possible for me, you know? And uh, and it just, it took me from this position of like, blame and victim to releasing the feeling of needing to blame releasing being a victim and just saying you know what this is just the way it is this current situation is not serving either of us and we both are ready to evolve and so yeah it was it was not easy it was like the beginning it was it was easier in some ways cuz i left the enmeshment of the pain of being a victim and or feeling like i was a victim and um Trying to heal myself through projection and through blame, which does not work. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's about that.
0: I love that you kind of just framed it like the victim versus not being the victim, because um, I I look at that a lot, like in how people are using that, and I don't think a lot of people are aware that they can be being a victim with their sexuality.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I think when we talk about the act of sex specifically, um, there's a lot of programming, unconscious programming, whether it's our first memories of our period or how our um, parents made us like hold having to go to the restroom in the car for long trips and all of these things relate to the pelvic floor, right? And they impact our sexuality um, because our tissues hold these memories and they become programmed um, by, you know, repetitive habits. And so, I mean, aside from that, there's the obvious like sexual traumas and people doing things that they don't actually want to do, you know, and then the memories are in there. So I think that even if you're not actively in a victim situation, that if you have memories that have been very scarring, that they that you could still play the role of the victim without even realizing that you're doing that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, I, you've, you've brought up like how your body and your emotions and your thoughts are kind of connected in this, how you arrive at wherever you arrive at. Um, and I like how you talked about like, your body has these memories in them from, you know, whatever you thought or whatever it's connected. And, um, in my experience, that's been kind of a light bulb to go on that, you know, those things are really connected and you're a yoga instructor. So can you like talk about, did you do anything specific? Like when you shifted your mindset, like, did you go on this like opening yoga spree or anything?
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see. So when I was ready to go from this unhealthy position in where I felt like I was broken and I was in a relationship and then I was leaving that and I was like, I'm not going to be broken anymore. Um, I was practicing a very rigorous style of yoga. Um, and that helped me feel the power that I needed to get myself from out of that you know, it, it lifted me up when I was feeling really down um, and when I could have easily fell weak in the knees. So, yeah, that's that's how that worked. Aside from that, it was like a deep, um, consistent meditation practice that helped me, you know, transition from, again, that victim place to taking one step back and looking at things from an eyes perspective so I could see what needs to change in my life outside what needs to change in the way that i think about situations and the way that i like think about myself and the way that i act and yeah there's a lot
0: so you were like saying to like you were curious you were open you let go and not only did you get opportunities to explore like this different way of thinking about sexuality like other things showed up for you hmm like, what new things were happening for you at the time? Um,
1: I think that, um, oh, let's see. Well, the first, the, the first thing was, like, a new friendship of somebody who became, like, a very potent influence in my understanding of um, energy and how our energy actually affects our life. And then there was a book um, called The Magdalene Manuscript, which um, talks about Egyptian, like, sex magic practices. And I was just so intrigued um, that this was a thing. I had never heard of anything like that before. Um, So that would be – and it was was these resources. Um, Aside from that, I started meeting people who were living – operating from the perspective of abundance Um, and being around people who operate from an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset uh, was really healing for me because I could, I could kind of ride the wave of, of their abundance. So I could kind of learn when I didn't feel that way. And so then I knew I wanted to start shifting, you know, or I knew that then I could eat more easily see the parts of myself that needed to shift from scarcity perspective into abundance. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, I'm an energy person. It's almost like you just kind of were vibing with the abundance people. Once you started to be this different mindset.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You could say that it definitely started shifting things and it started from like, I didn't fully feel myself, but I also felt more of myself than ever before, if that made sense. Like it was like my ego was like, wow, this is different and this is exciting, and these people are um really interesting, and I don't feel worthy partially, you know, on the inside sometimes, my like other side of my ego, like my shadow side. <laughs> and then, you know. Then over the last few years, it's kind of been to mesh those two things. It's been to take like, to become authentic with the feeling of abundance, where from the inside out, I'm like doing the actual work on parts of myself that are like, have been stuck in shadows or have been stuck in scarcity perspective. It continues. It continues.
0: Yeah, so like, I'm, I'm curious, how do you think differently about the role of sex in your life and sexuality now than like, went back when you were a victim? Like, what's some of the biggest differences? And what kind of impact has that had on the rest of your life?
1: Oh, that's a really great question. Um, so now, sex feels like, it feels like one, play, It's kind of how I play. There's a very much a feeling of joy. Um, Sometimes, sometimes it's more of um, a, a desire for intimacy and connection and for like needing to be seen and just feel deeply that I'm like myself, feel deeply, feel myself deeply and feel my lover. Um, So it's very like spiritually and emotionally satisfying in that way. I think before it was a chore, it was like, oh, well, it's fun. Like there was, there's like a, it was, I I remember like when I was in that victim mindset, I was always very like um, sexually attuned. I just always, you know, enjoyed sex, but it wasn't really enjoyable at that period of time where it felt like, autopilot. It felt like, you know, I was just like, same, same old, same old, you know? Um, and, and then also there was, I remember, here's one very distinct thing. Um, I remember feeling like, will I ever not feel like I'm doing something bad when I'm having sex? I was a grown woman, had kids married, And I remember feeling that like in my mind, like, why do I always feel like I'm doing something bad? Like I'm being bad. And so, um, that has been really a beautiful journey to connect with sex on the spiritual level. That's a, again, it's totally a mindset thing where it's not coming. My sexual, my sexuality isn't expressing itself from a place of like being bad or the rebel. It's expressing itself from like a whole, a wholesome part of who I am and a very basic part of my nature. Um, so, yeah, that's been very healing. It
0: sounds like a huge shift. Yeah. And I'm curious to know like, you've talked about connecting with your inner abundance and the abundant people and feeling just more kind of. Authentic and like kind of where you're coming from with the play and sexuality like you're obviously not feeling like you're doing something bad now you you speak about it like in some totally different kind of mindset than you know that person may have but you know like did you end up developing more like in your career different avenues or open up or like kind of see new ways to help people or anything like that? Because I know like now I if you have like a, a workshop around this uh, from what I've seen. Um, I'm curious to know like where did that take you? Like what opened
1: up there? Um, I al- always wanted to Talk more about the benefits of sexual health with yoga, but I felt very nervous about that. And um, one day, it kind of fell in my lap. To be honest with you, <laughs> somebody I had posted um, on one of my classes about this was a Valentine's Day class, and that you know, yoga can be positively impact your like sexual wellness your sexual health. And then I had, um, I had an organization reach out to me and they were like, we hear you teach yoga for sexual health. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> and, uh, it all just kind of spiraled from there. It was very synchronistic. Um, because that was a year ago and, um, the relationship with that organization kind of went on pause for a minute, but for a year actually. And in that time I dove head into this work. And I, I um, started designing a course where I've kind of curated um, spiritual practices, psychology, um, and yoga tools to create a five-week program for women's sexual wellness. So um, it's been really fun, really fun. We actually just completed our first um, five-week program last night.
0: Oh my gosh, what yeah. amazing timing. I know, I know. So yeah. what are some of the things that the women that went through your class
1: saying? Um, you know, it's been so rewarding um, to watch this work play unfold through them. Um, they're seeing how memories um, and stories about their upbringing, um, their history have created limiting beliefs around not only their sexuality, but their bodies and about who they are and how they express themselves in the world. Um, they're feeling more like connected to their voice of their essence, like the voice of their es- like speaking from their desire, um, feeling more open in the throat in the heart and, and in the body. And, um, just feeling like they know who they are and what they want. That sounds pretty amazing. I think so.
0: (laughs) Wow. I mean, you talked about this work being connected with desire and who you are and what you want. And that's something that I talk about a lot in my work just as a coach, um, I actually went through a yoga training once just because I wanted to get away from my husband probably <laughs> and have something healing. But I was always really fascinated with the root chakra and they, you know, if you study yoga at all, it's really linked to survival and and the lower chakras are like around money as well as sexuality. Yeah. So I always like as a business lady was like, Hmm, if I, stay stuck here. Am I not going to make enough money? I always kind of linked those two things together. So it's fascinating to hear you talk about like coming into abundance and kind of healing that part of you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I love how you kind of described it just as this feeling that the people that went through your course received, because um, I also follow a lot of marketing surrounded around you know get your 100k this like learn how to this or that but um talk about like how amazing it feels to like not be this victim because i i think that's more priceless than dollars in, in my opinion
1: yeah i mean you're i know i couldn't agree with you more i think this work um is designed to address like the roots, the root cause issues of whatever is keeping you from um, living a life that is a reflection of your truest desires. And so um, abundance mindset doesn't have to mean, you know 100k. Like it can mean just not feeling stressed about the work that you have to do or that you get to do. You know, it's, it's very much, it's woven into our mental and emotional health. And, you know, I think that what it really boils down to is like, life is about like enjoying life. It's not about like acquiring stuff. We have to have like money to live. It's just a necessary part of life. But, um, I think that whatever you do on that end, um, how wonderful if your vocation is a reflection of like your desires. And then it's like, you're not working a day in your life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um,
0: so what are like some funny or unexpected things that came about from you taking this path and diving in?
1: Oh, um, you know, oh, funny or unexpected. I had, I had, to just undergo my own growth curve. Um, Obviously, like for my, the healing of like my sexuality and my essence and my Emily-ness, which started forever, like more than five years ago, but really solidly five years ago. But when I started launching this program, when I started really working into this program, my healing continued, but um, I kind of, (laughs) Right when I was getting ready to launch, um, I had like a major revert back to victim autopilot, um, trying, trying, trying with sex. Like it, it was so painful <laughs> for a few weeks. Um, so it was kind of like during the time where I went from conceptualizing about this work to bringing this work out into the world to actually like launching the program, getting people to sign up and then executing it. Um, I had a major, like I reverted back. Um, so I don't know how funny that is. I guess it's kind of funny in hindsight, but at the time it was, I was under a lot of stress. Um, but now the beautiful thing is, um, I'm still in the growth curve. I feel absolutely. But it's like, Now I'm learning how to be the self-starter that I need to be in order to, um, serve with yoga for sexual wellness and the other work that I do. And, um, while maintaining, you know, what I'm doing, you know, for money otherwise and being a parent and all of these things. So I don't know how funny that is, but it's just been, it's just been a really incredible growth. Well, I actually love that you shared that because,
0: you know, talking about those things when you're launching something new, there's going to be people listening that either want to launch something or have or know what you're talking about because that's not the funnest part necessarily. Yeah. The funniest, but like you said, in hindsight, like that's what I had to do to get to the other side. Um, so I, I think like, to me, it's relatable. I, and I love that you were able to just be open about that. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then you did it. So I, I'm sure that you have some, like, just, it probably feels so good to have just gone through this course with these women. Um, what are your next thoughts? Like what, you know, were you thinking, oh my gosh, next time I want to, like what came about from this first round?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, It was very validating, um, you know, to to take this work from conceptual to execution. um, And really, aside from the fact that I went through it myself, but I went through it over a 10 year span, you know, so it was very validating, um, to see this work on them. And I feel really empowered. We're starting our next five week course in October. Um, there are a lot less tweaks than, you know, I maybe thought like, who knows, I could have ended that program and been like, I have to can the whole thing, but it actually, it worked out well. And I'm taking this online. So my focus now is to um, start, start the process of filming. So my whole goal with yoga for sexual wellness is to put it online. I think it'll be a really nice personal journey and people can take the course and modules um, over the course of five weeks would be nice, but at their pace. So yeah, I think just, um, just staying focused. I have a tendency to like after I complete a big project, like, ah, oh, take a breather. And then I'm on the handbrake for the, like, it de- it kind of derails me sometimes that decompression. Um, so the thing that's different about yoga for sexual wellness, I don't feel that as much. I, I feel like I'm taking a nice, like, you know, pool day tomorrow, <laughs> but I feel ready to just keep on, keep on the momentum is inside of me. And, um, yeah, I feel so amped about it. Just that's really exciting to hear. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, hopefully, like, you know,
0: I'm really intrigued by this story that you shared and just so happy that you're able to share it with a workshop to help other people. Um, if anybody's curious that's listening, how can they find you or find out about the workshops?
1: Um, so you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Emily Ray yoga, and that's Emily R A E yoga. And then um, my website for yoga for sexual wellness is um, yoga for sexual You have to actually type it in though. It's not like search engine optimized right now. Um, I also have a course coming up in August that works on specifically the physical side of creating balance in the pelvic floor and the core. It's called Yoga Core and Pelvic Floor. Um, so you can look that website up as well. That's yogacoreandpelvicfloor.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that, you know, you would love to share with the audience before we let them marinate on all that you've shared already?
1: Um, yeah, I think what I just want to say is that, you know, sexual essence is connected to the essence of who you are at your core. It's your creative power. It's the voice of your truest desires, your truest um, heart's desires. And if you feel, you know, disconnected from that if you don 't feel like you 're yourself, if you feel like you don 't feel your body or you don 't sense your body, you are not alone. There is help out there, and it 's important to feel in your body and um, be able to express your truth in that way. Our truths are what make this world such a colorful place so um, yeah i just I just feel that the message of this work is bigger than you know orgasm or traditional like like thoughts about sex it 's about learning to feel good with who you are and and like how you express that
0: thank you i i love that i love that you kind of like made sure that you know it's about the feeling good thing as well because how how awkward and and strange we feel when we're not like our whole selves
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: well i have so enjoyed hearing your perspectives thank you so much emily for being on the show today
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: All righty. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram, and michelleanderson.com is the website.